two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. This is the Centre Pass Podcast. Kia ora and welcome to the first episode of the Centre Pass Podcast. Of course, you've got myself, Coach Machu, and I've got Coach Cam here. Coach Cam, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate, yourself. Yeah, not too not too bad, mate, not too bad. Now, of course, because this is the first episode of the podcast, it makes a bit of sense, doesn't it, Cam, if we sort of talk a little bit about ourselves because uh, we just we just love to do that. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. You do love talking about yourself. <laughs> oh, here he goes. Anyway, so I'll start us off. Um, so I'm 32. I am an ex-sports journalist. And netball was the first sport that I got given. Uh, so as a sports reporter, there's, there's almost like a little bit of a an extra connection there, I guess, that comes from your first sort of assignment. And so I covered a lot of ANZ Premiership early doors and uh, this year, of course, we, we're flatting together, mate, as well, and, and we've watched a lot of netball together already this year, and it's been really interesting and really fun sort of learning about it in a bit more detail, and I guess for me as well, this is a really cool chance for me uh, to hopefully prove to other people, to other men out there, that you can coach uh, and get basically get a lot more men involved in coaching netball and, and other sort of volunteering opportunities that, that sort of come with netball as well. That you, can. what sort of got you into it? Yeah, well, um, I'm 25 and I'm a, I'm a physio and sort of a, a, I want to be a sports physio, really. And um, so I've always had an interest in sports. Um, I'm also very fiercely patriotic and, and anything New Zealand's in, I, I'm pretty much keen to watch. It doesn't mm. matter what it is, whether it's netball, rugby, you know, cricket yeah. um, kind of thing. But obviously a little bit more netball on the flat this year, watch a bit more here and there. Watch that recent Silver Fern series there, where we've just gone down to the, the Roses in a pretty tight series, which was was a good watch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very entertaining. Um, Battle of the Plants and the, and the Ferns and the Roses there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess yeah, I've always had an interest, particular interest in in sports physio and um, high performance sport. So mm. um, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter really what it is for me, but anything in that high performance field, I just find very fascinating. Um, every facet of it, you know coaches, mental skills, mm. you know, bodies, S and C, um, you know, and obviously as a physio, we're looking at the body, a little bit of mental skills stuff that just flows into that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, S and C stuff that you just get a little taster of, but, um, where you probably don't really get good taste of is coaching. So this is the next step to try and really figure out that picture. Yeah. Nice. And I guess, um, you know, I'll probably be learning a lot from you, uh, in the S and C world, S&C, what, strength and conditioning, is it? Yes, that's it. Uh, and because uh, we're on a podcast, you're you're unable to see the, the rig that uh, Coach Cam is carrying, but it's a serious uh, gold medal position versus my uh, barely making the podium in a two-man race. But enough about that. Enough about If that. I could be fair, mate, none of us are placing, are we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from our rigs. Um, look, we've got a, a really exciting uh, sort of guest today. It's a really important guest for us. Here on the podcast, uh, we've got Bridget Thayer, who's going to be joining us very shortly. Um, a very exciting, hopefully a very exciting time for us, Cam, in the next step in our coaching careers. Yeah, this is really it, isn't it? It's um, the, the make or break. If you're, if you're watching this um, and you've stumbled across it and you look at it in you know, eight months' time and there's still only two episodes, um, 
<laughs> then you you might have figured out what happened. So um, we still we're we still on the lookout for yeah, we'll team. Looking, might be a two year search. <laughs> um, but two. but uh, yes, this is a, an important step in trying to trying to find the way to bridge this forward and really make this something that can happen. You're listening to the Center Pass podcast. Well, welcome back. Um, so we're here actually joined with a pretty pretty well known member of the Dunedin Netball Circle. Oh, yeah. Um, Bridget Fayer from the University of Albion, club captain. Welcome, Bridget. Hi, how are we doing? Too bad. Not too bad at all. Yeah, so um, we've obviously you know, approached the club and we've um, actually got a little letter of intent here that much who's going to read in a second. Thank you for that. Um, that's not post-editing sound effects. That's, that's, <laughs> that's real paper, um, which we're going to read now. So if much, do you mind if you read that out for us? <clears throat> Our names are Machu Workman and Campbell Shepherd, and we would like to signal our intention to coach a University Albion Netball Club team for the 2022 season. We are ambitious, aspirational, ever growing in our appreciation for both the sport of netball and University Albion as a club. The pair of us are passionate netball fans have been preparing ourselves for the season by monitoring plenty of club, ANZ Premiership and international netball in preparation for the season ahead. We've already started researching the rules and have appreciated the availability of Dunedin netball resources to assist us in this space. While we have no experience in coaching a netball team to speak of, we believe we have the ability to lead a team into Season 22 with confidence and goodwill. As part of our coaching journey, we are looking to create a podcast to illustrate the path towards the season. This podcast will track our progress from that living room to the court with an eye to showcasing the opportunity for coaches in the community sports scene. As part of the podcast, we would be looking to recruit some high-profile coaches to help us along our journey in Season 2022. This is an exciting opportunity for both the club and for us as coaches. We look forward to hearing some positive news. Amanaki Tanga, Machu Workman, Campbell Shepherd. Yeah, Campbell Shepherd. I mean, wow, that it's quite different having it read in such a, a manner than uh, reading it off your own computer screen. That's for sure. Um, How good. I'll, I'll just leave it at uh, wow for the moment. That's we've left her speechless, mate. So, um, that was the plan. Yeah, that is top-notch work from us. Um, I do just have one quick question here because I do, you know, have this letter of intent in front of me, obviously. But there's yep. um, another page which I had actually assumed was for note taking here for me to take back to the club. But um, okay. I've actually noticed that at the top it says CV. Yes, but, but yes, that, it does. That appears to be. It. Yep. Um, other than that, just just blank. So um, I've I've got some questions I'd like to ask about that, um, which oh. I, I think some of them may have been answered in the letter. But I'm just reiterating. Um, prior experience in the uh, sport. Sport. Yeah, we've written that all down. Netball, that's all that's, there. That's there. Yeah. 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 So I think there. that was um, um cool. Under CV, you'll see um, the whole experience. Yeah, I've also put all of our netball playing in there as well, so yeah, you'll have cool. everything there. Actually. Perfect. So all of these, yeah, this blank space. Re- okay, cool. So, 
Um, any anything else you'd like to add to, yeah. to it? Do you want to go? Yeah, I'm I, sure you have something else. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks, Ken. Uh, but I know that um, we've spoken a bit about relevant experience and, and things like that. And, and or lack thereof. Well, yeah, well, you know, well, well, here's something that, you know, if you've got your pen, you can write this in. Yeah. Ready, um, ready to take some notes. Right. Okay. okay. So now this is this is a while ago, but back in 2006, um, I worked at a place called Pumpkin Patch, uh, you know, a good children's mm. retailer. I'm, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. Um, Probably irrelevant information oh, to the coaching yeah. journey, but I mean, lovely. Did you enjoy your time? Well, it there? was. It's it's a relevant experience, but it's experience, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. still experiences that I've had that I bring, and and so you can you can do what you like with that. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, I've, I've noted gotta, that. Machu, pumpkin patch. Thank you. So. You gotta find where where you can find experience. You find experience, and mm. you you. I think we'll learn over this journey that you can draw on some things. From, from the deepest things and you'll be in there coaching away and you'll remember that time where you dealt with this at Pumpkin Patch. And you had something as well. You you had some yes. experience around, yes. you know, you be the judge of yep. whether it's relevant, relevant or not. Relevant or not. So yeah. 2018, summer. Not that long ago. More recent. Yeah, really Definitely recent. More recent than 2006. Um, 2018 summer, I needed a bit of work and um, I, I found myself working at um, DB Breweries as a merchandiser. Um, and I must admit, I, I gained a lot of experience um, in my 21 days working for them. Um, I I can probably tell you a lot about the beer and how it tastes because that is what I mainly did whilst working there. I mean, great great information, but um, living in the wrong part of the country for a DB situation these days, unfortunately. But um, I have noted that down. Cam, DB 21 days. 21 beer days. taster. And Not 20. Mate, no, you try and do that for 21 days and get paid for it. I mean, that sounds like a tough job, but congratulations on making it through. I actually took one day off there. Pull the Oof, back to 20. They're not listening, are they? they... Mate, I, I think we're, we're blowing past the time of getting reprimanded by didn't now. Know, didn't know you took the sickie. Didn't mention that. Um, but <laughs> let's go back to um, why we're here, I guess, um, or why I'm here to talk to you guys. Um, netball. So I see that you've mm-hmm. done a bit of research around the rules. Um, yes, correct. Watched a bit of netball, um, as you said, club, ANZ and international. Um, so can I just uh, run through a few questions just to, you know, see where we're at, gauge how we're going to go if, we, you know, if the opportunity does arise and you get a team. Just I want to know where we're starting. I'm getting real. I'm getting really big. Who wants to be a millionaire vibes here? You're listening to the Centre Pass podcast. So what I'm thinking here is uh, names as buzzers, if you know it. Say your name first, obviously, and then uh, answer away. So first question, here we are. Can you name all seven positions on the court? Cam. Quick off the mark. Here we go. So there is um, what I think could be very important, centre, because they also take the centre pass, which is... And hopefully they take the podcast, Yeah. you know. Exactly. Um, and then we have uh, in the goal shooting area, we have goal shoot and goal attack. Yeah, nice. It's a good start. Uh, yeah. Um, Three down. In the goal defensing area, we have goal keep and goal defense. I mean, you've got five out of seven so far. Can you get Lots 100% of here? Fly in on it here. We have the wings, 
which is wing attack and wing defense. Holy hecker. He has got it in one. Great work, mate. So current score, uh, Cam won, much yet to score. Can we change this? Goose egg, mate. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Here we go. Next question. What does stepping mean? Cam. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was. I was ready, but I. You've obviously beat me to that one as well. Yeah, that's right. Mate. I, I. I was a little bit. So stepping, referring to the footwork rule. Um, there we go. He's got the lingo. Um, is when your landing or grounding foot is lifted and then replaced. Well, wait. You've definitely done the research. I'm. I'm impressed. This is going well I, so I mean, far. I was on Google this morning, but. Hey, whatever works. We definitely knew that rule yeah. before we came yeah, yeah. on today. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I knew it. I just really wanted to nail that wording down. Okay, next question. What's the difference between a free pass and a penalty pass? And can you give an example of each? Oh. Can we pause here, please? <laughs> No, 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 I think I we've mean, got this. We've got this. This so is a tough can one. We, can we do this together? Can, hey, okay, let's have a you chat. You're wanting to coach so, as a team, time answer time as a team. So, okay, so remember, let's... free pass and, and penalty, penalty pass. pass. So there's the one where you've got to like stand, stand aside and stand aside. Yeah, and then yeah. there's the one where it's, you just got the ball. So like stepping would be a free pass. Obstruction would be a penalty pass. Oh, they have nailed it, <laughs> honestly. Never this panic, is, mate. Never this panic. is looking wow. good. Okay, three out of three. Okay. Here we go. Three from three. So next question. Can you shoot from outside of the shooting circle? Machu. Sorry. Oh, and so Machu's in. Cam's clearly disappointed. We're not competitive at all here, clearly. I'm going to say no. Uh, and he is correct. We're four from four. <laughs> hey, hang on. Can we just, what about fast five? Oh, I mean, fast five, you certainly can, but um, this is standard seven-a-side netball here. Oh, cool. um, but, you know, good. It's, that's good for I the I like listeners. the fact that you've done your research to even bring it up. This is, honestly, it's all sounding good. We love the netball. Yeah. Yeah. Nitty with two Ts. So, next question. What is the minimum number of players required to take the court in a match? I'm going to say, this is a really, this is actually quite I a be- tough question. It's a bit obscure. It's yeah. just, you know. I'm going to say five. Oh, and that is five from five. Oh, well they done, have, mate. To be honest, that's those five questions, not not the easiest five, I don't think. Um, but you've answered all of them and answered them all correctly as well, which is um added bonus here. Um so I mean it's looking good for a start. Like, you know, positive. Awesome. Bridget, I've got one question and I know I know it's gonna be a question that I know we're both gonna be keen on, but also our fans and our listeners are gonna be keen on as well. Uh, it's a little bit about the, the process, I guess. So in terms of the next steps for us, like how are we going to know when we'll be able to coach or if we'll be able to coach? But then also at what sort of level do you think we'll be coaching at? So I mean, good question. Um this is this is actually quite a unique situation for us as a club. It's one that we haven't encountered before to be honest um usually it's a bit of start of the season and we've got our premier coaches usually lined up by then um but getting those senior coaching positions filled is usually we're trying to get some players from those premier teams to uh help with the senior ones so this is actually a really nice opportunity for us to have some people wanting to be involved early doors um specifically i mean being that you haven't had any coaching experience in our sport or any sport, 
we'd probably be looking somewhere in that senior mix. I mean, like as a club, we're always looking for volunteers to coach, so we'll always be happy with things like this. But uh, I mean, don't hold me to it, but we're looking, you know, senior two-ish on, you know, I've got a feeling that somewhere around that mark might be a good starting place for you guys. Okay. I'd also just like to quickly state, if I if I can, Coach yeah, go Cam, ahead, Coach Matthew. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, I think we also probably need to make it clear that we're not here to to take the Mickey or to make up the numbers. No. If you're anything like what we, I guess what you've just seen with our Q and A, we're going to be here to win. We're here to 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 dominate the grade. I think there's if there's anything I've learned with playing backyard cricket with you um, over lockdown, mate, is that uh, competitiveness in this flat and our group here is um, is through the roof. And if we're showing up not to win, that's not us. Right. So what we're saying here is you're looking more towards that high senior. You'd be almost looking at that senior one as your where you think you'd like to be. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, we don't. We don't. I don't think. I mean, I speak. For myself here at least, I don't think we, we, we mind where we, we sit, but we're going to come at it with the, the, the chance to move us forward. We're going to, yeah, I think, I think what Cam's saying is, is we don't bring with us the experience of coaching netball. But what we do bring, I think, is like we've sort of already mentioned, the ambition, the passion, and hopefully uh, with some help along the way uh, as this podcast goes on, we're going to have a lot of help on our side, not only to to help our players get up to speed, but also to help them improve their game as well. So, so for us, we don't we don't just want to kind of sit in mid table or, or look at relegation. For us, we're we're, we're mm-hmm. here to give it a good you crack. I mean, to be fair, the enthusiasm is through the roof, and you love to it's see amazing. it. Um, competitiveness of that quiz just really showed it quite obviously there. So, I mean. I mean, can I be honest with you? I can't make the decision on this here and now. I'm really sorry if that was expected, but um, I, no, do, I will have to take this to uh, the committee because, as I said, it is quite a unique situation. So it will be a committee decision in the end. Okay. So for us here, we've got, is it go to your AGM, does it? Um, yeah, that'll be the next time that our committee meets. Um, that is coming up in okay. the uh, next week or so. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's in the calendar. I don't need to know it off by heart. So we um we wait. We hear after that whether we have a chance or yeah yeah. So I'll I'll take it to the uh, AGM and we'll have a chat about it as a committee. And uh, once we've gone through that, done a bit of a chat about it, um, we'll be able to come back with you to you within a a few days really and let you know what your chances are. Um, we probably won't be able to give you a team like a specific team until. More towards trials next year, to be honest. Okay. Just, you know, need to know numbers. So you got to lock down some other coaches maybe and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously not just a, a one-team club here, so there's a few to deal with. Can I ask, how many teams does um, Albion, Albion have? Uh, University Albion, we had uh, seven teams this year, which is, isn't a bad number. It's manageable, but yeah, we are one of the uh, bigger clubs. So I guess the long and the short of it for us here is not necessarily what team we're going to coach at the moment. It's more about whether we're going to be actually be able to have a team at all. And I guess our coaching fate here, Cam, kind of rests on this decision at the AGM. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'll say within 10 days, you'll know whether you're going to get an episode three or not. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll probably have an episode three, whether it's us very disappointed or um, us maybe begging the listeners for help at this point. Um, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to hear, hear back from you guys. Um, yeah, and I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, and, and thanks, I guess, just for, for taking the chance on us as well. Obviously, like you say, it's a bit weird, a bit unusual, a bit innovative, uh, but we really, really recognise that, uh, you know, this sort of decision isn't easy to make, uh, particularly with a couple of guys, you know, with, with the CVs, the, the bulging CVs that we've got. So Yes, double-sided that as well. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, I've actually um, filled that now. So your CV is definitely looking better because five from five in the quiz, that's gone on there. Well, thanks again, Bridget, uh, for, I guess, firstly taking a chance with us too. And, you know, fingers crossed that we'll hopefully get to hear some good news uh, at this AGM coming up very, very soon. But I just thought while you were here, I think it's actually really important that we have a chat about something else and a bit more of a deeper sort of issue, which is obviously around community sport and and volunteers and the numbers of volunteers that are around. Because I know, you know, we've done a little bit of research on our own and we've seen that volunteer numbers are dropping and they have been dropping for at least the last 15 years or so. So I kind of wanted to get a bit of a sense of what it was like with you guys at University Albion and how you're sort of finding it, what the numbers are sort of like and, and what's the sort of state of play there. How long have you been um, with the club there, Bridget? I'm so uh, 2021 was my ninth season with the club as a mm. player. Um, this is my second season as club captain. But yeah, but been here a wee while, that's for sure. Okay, so over those nine years, and obviously some of those as player and probably you know, quite a young player as well. Um, what has been your experience with things like you know obviously numbers and and netball, but also you know, volunteers, and, and how has that sort of moved over these nine years for you? I mean, there's definitely been some fluctuations with numbers of people who turns up to trials, that's for sure. We've You know, some years we've had over 200 at our club oh. alone um, versus some years it's, you know, closer to 100. So, I mean, it, it ebbs and flows a bit, but um, volunteers, it's, it's always something that is a work on, I guess, in our sport. Um, there's definitely been some years as a club that we've had to, you know, kind of cap the number of teams that we can have due to the number of coaches that we've had put their hands up. So so you're basically telling us that sometimes because there aren't enough volunteers to do things like coaching, that actually it, it does kind of trickle down to, to playing abilities and playing opportunities as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, each team that we select has, you know, a around 10 or 11 people per team. So if you cut one team, that's 10 or 11 girls, That that's their season done, really. So it's, you know, it does definitely affect a number of people. No, I think um, that can under, sort of be underestimated how that affects long-term because that's 11 mid to young players that yeah, might absolutely. give up the sport. Absolutely, because a lot of players here in Dunedin specifically, uh, they play club netball whilst they're at university and so, or polytech. And so, you know, we've only got them here for, you know, some of them are only here three or four years. So if they miss out on that first year, a lot of them don't come back. So, yeah, we definitely do see a lot of people lost from the sport, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I can speak from experience knowing a few people who did come to university um, and haven't continued on playing yet for. And, um, you know, I think 
sometimes the big step there is to to show up to these things, which is important. But um, if they come in and and you know maybe they're not you know pushing for that top team, and they're maybe mucked around a little bit, you know maybe they get into a lower team, maybe there's you know, questionable space for them and they maybe have to look to another club, that might not be the next step for them. That might just be, that's it. You know, you're quite right. Often people, you know, they turn up to one club's trials, they don't love how it feels and just go, oh, right, well, we'll just give netball a miss this season. And so then, you know, you find other things to fill your time in with and so the next season it's not a priority. So I guess something else I wanted to talk about was the governance side of this as well because I know that you're playing for the top team at University Albion, but... How is it going about being club captain? And you've done that for a couple of years. What what have you seen in the governance side? Uh, have there been any sort of uh, reductions in volunteer numbers in that side of things? Or, or is it kind of more in the coaching space? Um, I guess as a club, coaching is really where we see it the most in that volunteer space. We've actually got a really good committee at the moment. Um, awesome. Also, we've got a really good subcommittee going. So it's great to see a few more of the players step up in that subcommittee role, which is Lovely, and we'd love to see that continue. But yeah, no, it's definitely the um, the coaching is where we struggle the most some years. Do you see many players stand up and and find extra time? Is it possible with schedules, or do they they overlap too much? I mean, it, it is possible, and you do see it some years. There are more players who are willing to put their hand up and you know help out the team below, or some of them you know are well aware that their coaching ability is better than their playing ability, so they play in one of the lower teams, coach one of those higher senior ones. Um, so it's definitely possible to do both, but it definitely depends. I mean, a lot of players, also, they come here for university, so I guess university's got to be first on the priority in that situation. So it depends on the course, it depends on the person. I, I still have one more little question around this. Um Specifically around what would you say is what you'd see in typical like a, a volunteer netball coach? Are you seeing many parents? Are you seeing just fans of the sport or is it is it players putting time away or is it retiree players or what? Um, I've been at club level. It's not so much parents as it's a number of players that are away from home, specifically for the first time as well, so away from their parents. So you've kind of stepped away from that side. It's definitely what you see at secondary school level. Um, so yeah, in club it's a it's a lot of players or committee members or you know some pe- people who've been involved with sport for years. So a bit of a variety. Thank you very much for coming in there, Bridget. Um, I don't know if you have any more questions there or or anything else to to gauge there. Um, obviously, there's issues in community sport you know at the moment and and how that's affecting numbers in sport really. Um, but I've appreciated you coming in, um, Bridget, to chat to us. Um, anything else you want to ask of us before we step away? I, Take the job. I mean, as long as you keep up the enthusiasm that you've shown early here, um, it's looking pretty positive from my side of things. I'm going to take a pretty good um, experience from this into the AGM. So I'll be pushing for you guys to have a, a position, but, you know, don't hold me to it. But, yeah, I really appreciate the time that you guys have spent obviously working on this, doing the research um, and coming to us as a club. I've really appreciated um, being here to chat to you guys. And it almost it almost seems like we've been quite serious in, the, in this last bit, but it is such a serious issue as well, yeah. isn't it? And, and hopefully this podcast can can ask a couple of those questions along the way. And 
you know, I think this is a really cool opportunity both for us and, and hopefully for Uni Albion as well. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time today, Bridget. It's been, been awesome. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. You're listening to the Centre Pass podcast. Well, then, a nervous uh, sort of week and a bit, really, uh, until we find out our fate, Cam. Obviously, you know, mm. it's out of our hands now. It's at the AGM, so we've got a, a bit of finger-crossing to do now and, and hoping that we'll get a result here, eh? Yeah, only can hope here. Yeah, that's it, mate. Well, that was the first episode of the Centre Pass podcast. We'll have some more updates as we get them across our social media channels, but until next time, bye for now. Check out centre underscore pass underscore NZ on social media and on Spotify for more.